Welcome to Living Single in Your City. This is a nightly show where we talk about everything from mild to wild in the life of those that are living single. We're always looking for hot topics, and we're also open to interviews with other people within the community that are living single and doing great big things. If you'd like to be interviewed on a show or be a possible guest in the near future, please contact us on our website at livingsingle.org or find us on Facebook at Living Single Across America or hit us up on Instagram at AA. All right, good evening, everyone. This is Tawanda with Living Single, and tonight we're talking about single and COVID-19. And before we get started tonight, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listening, and thank you to everyone that invested some time to dial in and join us tonight out in the audience. So let's go out and see how you're doing, how your day has been. And today is also Wednesday. This is the midweek check-in. And I remember, like, back in the day when I was working a job, and I would be dreading to go to work on a Monday. But if I made it to Wednesday, I knew that it was going to be okay, especially Wednesday at the 5. So with that being said, talk to me about how your day has been and how you're feeling about the midweek check-in since today is Wednesday. And we'll start with Erica. Okay, well, they actually had a surprisingly productive day. I um, started, like, my practice and my sewing technique, so I took an oversized sweater, and I made it to a two-piece, and I did really good with sewing the elastic bands, so that was success. So I'm trying to practice and make my daughter tutu for her birthday next month. So I'm just trying to get everything perfected before I make the actual product. And then the adoption, I mean, the foster agency I applied for earlier in the year, they called me back. And they just told me I qualify once I'm not on food stamps. So instead of reapplying with food stamps next month, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to start taking those steps to become a foster parent next year. So it was okay. a pretty good well, definitely- and, then I made it, and I made another business deal with my landlord for the, the new property she's about to open up in North Philly. So everything was pretty good. So you had a great day. That sounds awesome. All right, talk to us, yeah. um, Nicole. Well, this is Nicole. My day has been amazing. Um, my baby came back home today, so I just really been kicking it with her today, uh, as well as I got uh, some stuff that I ordered offline today. So I'm super excited about that. Okay, that sounds good. How about you, H? Talk to us. Uh, it's been a pretty good day, normal, normal day, normal day working, grinding, nothing special, but nothing bad either. Okay, sounds good. Well, tonight, ladies and gents, we're talking about single and COVID-19, and some people may say, hey, I haven't been affected by it, it doesn't really make a difference to me, 
but others will beg to differ. I want to share a little information with you guys and then kind of go over your thoughts and a few questions that I have. So many people have had different things to say in reference to um, being single during the COVID-19. I want to share something with you that I was reading online. It said, coronavirus has made me feel more single than ever. I'm 35 and have been single for the majority of the last seven years. In that time, I have been to countless weddings, bachelorette parties, and family gatherings on my own. And yet, I've never felt more single than I do right now. As the world is gripped by the coronavirus pandemic, I am facing up to the fact that if we get put in a lockdown, I will be stuck in my flat all by myself. Loneliness aside, if I get sick, nobody will be able to come over and look after me. The thought of this has made my anxiety skyrocket in the last few days. And for someone who often advocates for single positivity, it's difficult to face up to the fact right now. Part of me wishes I had a partner who was forced to stay with me by my side um, in sickness and, and in health. And this is just one um, article that I read. And, one, and also in this article it says, I have seen little out there of about 7.7 million people in the U.K. who live on their own. And this is just what one person has to say in reference to um, being single during the actual pandemic. And I have another person that I actually talked to, and he had a few things to say about it as well. So I want to kind of go over what he has to say, and then I want to hear from you guys. One second, please. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Living Single. I'm Rod. And what I'd like to talk to you about is being single in today's time, a time where you got to be a single person while being mentally, physically, and emotionally stable. That's hard enough on top of dealing with the norm life throws at you. We now have to do speed bump to overcome. And with that being said, mm-hmm. being single during the COVID-19 pandemic may be a little more difficult. Okay, yeah. Some people might say, who's thinking about coronavirus while dating? Then you have some that might say, who's thinking about dating during this pandemic? But truth be told, your pituitary gland still works the same either way. So if you're human, you're going to get horny, horny or lonely at some point. What do you do when you want to meet someone to vibe with? Do you venture out? and meet people and try to socialize while the entire country is on lockdown? Um, Sure, you can always get online and converse with a lonely person who's probably catfishing at the end of the day any damn way. But no, for real, what if you do meet a decent person and things going good? Do you at that point invite them to your house? Because I'm going to be straight up. If we vibing and things start to heat up, before we go there, I'm going to ask her if she got tested. And I ain't only talking HIV. I want to know if your ass got corona, too. I'm for real. You just got to be safe, man. And if she made it to my bed, that's only because I had her coughing one time in these two weeks since we've been talking. And every time we greeted a hug, I slick made sure I checked for a fever with my forearm. Because um, I just can't go out like that, man. But, yeah, this is something I'm pondering on. What do you guys think? About this topic and situation, hit me up on IG or the book and let me know. I'm out. All right, all right. That was Rod, and what his thoughts were about being single during COVID-19. So, what are yours? So, we're going to start with you, H. 
Man, I think the the chick is like the chick. The oh, I'm assuming it was the first one was a chick. You got a little low H. Uh, I said the first the first one you read that was a chick, right? A chick right now. Uh, you said what now? Oh, you saw the article I, I read? Was, yeah. Yes, absolutely. It was it was a a lady. Um, let's see. Um, yes, it was a lady that was talking about being lonely during COVID. Yes. All right, she she sounded like she was already lonely. She using COVID as an excuse. He sounded like he just worried about sex, but he trying to rationalize how he gonna be safe during COVID. So they both sound they both kind of sound like they're gonna BS to me. But I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Okay. Yeah. And how about for you personally? Says, Go ahead. For me, I mean, I'm I'm cool. I've been single, so I'm cool. It don't bother. It don't bother me. I get to relax, chill with my daughters, my kids. But I mean, I was still working, so I wasn't actually just sitting in the house the whole time either. Though. Okay, so you weren't so, stuck in the house, so you didn't have to stay no. in. You have an essential job. So they, highly enough, they consider postmates essential. So okay. I had an essential, okay. essential job. Well, and they like they even sent us a letter and everything where, because uh, Oklahoma had a, it was like a eight o'clock curfew or whatever. Something like that. Mm-hmm. We had to let so we could be out or whatever. That's okay, that doing. makes sense. So I, wasn't, I wasn't really in the house, but it wouldn't probably be to have if I did have a non-essential job where I did just have to sit in the house. So. Okay, so basically, during the the COVID, you really were not affected in reference to having to stay in the house for one, two, or three months because you actually work in a situation where you could go out every day. Yeah, plus where I live in uh, Oklahoma, we were one of the last states to shut down, and we were one of the first states to open back up. So we was only shut down for like a month and a half, about two, about two months. Like we shut down March, we shut down March seventeenth, and we opened up back up May fifteenth. Totally. Oh wow. We were okay. Yeah, we weren't shut. We weren't shut down, and I only know the date because. March seventeenth is my birthday, so I know okay. that's when we the state shut down. <laughs> yeah, they shut it down your birthday. Yeah, shut it so down on my you. birthday. So, in reference to women and dating, um, so were you able to like go out date on dates and see women during this time, or how how were things for you um during that two months? Uh, well, it wasn't really nowhere to go out to because all the. <laughs> All the restaurants were closed. There was only uh, curbside pickups, so really wasn't no, you know, really going out because everything was closed. But I mean, I just talked to the people I was already talking to. So if I wasn't already talking to, I didn't worry about it. So I feel like the people I was talking to, I had already developed a uh, certain level of trust and respect that if they felt sick or some type of way, they weren't going to come, you know, around me because they know that I have children. And how I value my children, and how my children are important to me, so they wouldn't have come around me if it was an issue. But I really didn't mess with mm-hmm. during when the state was shut okay. down, so I really didn't mess with anyone. Okay, gotcha. And that and that definitely makes sense. And one of the things before I go out to you, Nicole, just as he was saying, see, some people when the when when the world closed down around mid March, a lot of people were had to go in the house. And some people were not out only unless you had to go to the grocery store and stuff. And I know everyone remember 
going to the grocery store in a lot of cities and states and everything's scarce. The shelves, you know how people are when the world is in a crisis. You go get all the tissue, all the rice, all the this and all the that, and it was just really a big deal. And some people actually do live alone. And I know that was definitely a toll on folks that didn't really have a lot of people around them. How about um, you, Nicole? How has it been um, over the last few months with you being single during COVID-19? I'll just say a couple of I'm sorry. You said what? I'm H. Can I say something real quick before she answers? Yeah, go ahead. Is that, that that whole buying all the toilet paper was the dumbest shit I ever seen in my life. That that had to be the ultimate dumbest thing ever. Like people who was two people in the household, they was buying three or four packs of thirty six kind of toilet paper. Like, what are you gonna do with it? Eat the toilet paper? Like, what are you gonna do with it? Where are you gonna even put it? I mean, but think about think about that. Think about that logically. You, so you got like a hundred rolls of toilet paper, and like two or three people in your house. What are you doing? Using a roll every time you go to the bathroom? That don't even make sense. Hey, like, what are you people, doing? People, people, people thinking the world is going to end. I don't know when I'm going to ever come out again, and blah blah blah. So some people do that though. Like they, oh, I'm not gonna say people overdo it because to each his own, but um. Yeah, a lot of people, even like with um, with different, I think one of the, I don't know if it was Hugo or something, that was a couple of years ago, in the city that I was in, people were getting gas and they were filling up their car. They had jugs and they were doing all this stuff. And um, it's just a lot. It's a lot. But, uh, but we're going to definitely come back to that. But talk to us, Nicole, about how it's been for you over the last couple of months of being single during COVID. Well... To, to, uh, to be honest, uh, I actually um, haven't too long just come home from prison. So when this all first started, I actually was um, still incarcerated. However, I was at a transitional center, and uh, I was still able to go out to work. So we didn't shut down until the end of April. I believe mm-hmm. it was like the last week of April to the beginning of May, and uh, we was only supposed to be shut down for a month, but um, it ended up being a little longer than that. But um, so as far as the whole dating thing, um, I, I didn't date. I was um. Focusing on coming home, getting myself together, not to mention that uh, I worked in a restaurant, and we were still doing um, the restaurant I work at. They only do uh, takeout, so um, I end up catching the coronavirus at work, Hmm. and so I actually was down like 19 days. And um, they tested me. It was on a Friday. My test results come back positive. And um, before the the doctor would actually clear me, I actually had to do a whole nother coronavirus test. And um, so it took 19 days total Mm. for it to um, clear up. But so I, I was going through that in the process of getting ready to come home. So my main focus was on me and getting home to my daughter. Mhm. 
Absolutely. Wow, that's a lot. And now that you're home, and, you know, I know that the Georgia has opened back up, but people are still practicing social distancing, et cetera, et cetera. So how things been over the last couple of weeks now that you're actually home and you are better, so you're not quarantining or anything like that? Tell us a little about that. Well, it's it's crazy because even though the governor has opened Georgia back up, um, a lot of places are still shut down because they don't, okay. you know, especially a lot of these uh, small businesses, they're still shut down because they don't want to take that risk. And I know, like, a lot of the restaurants around here, like, they're only doing uh, drive-through and they feed. So, um, okay. I mean, they're they're still taking a lot of um, measures. But I have not... Um, I still haven't been focused on no um, meeting nobody or nothing like that. So um, I'm just really focusing on getting myself back together. And I finally, um, I'm going back to school. So I got a lot going on. Okay. Understood. All right. How about for you, Erica? Okay, well, uh, quarantine didn't really change my life because I'm really myself anyway every day. That's just how I, you know, it's always something extra. It's always going to be some drama with email or all my male friends end up getting in their feelings. So, you know, I've been fine by myself. And then when it comes to dating, since I left my ex in 2017, I haven't let my daughter uh, be around any guy. Not one guy can say they share the same air as my daughter, whether she's awoke or asleep. I don't play it. When I have her, I just have my daughter. I don't have her around my friends anymore. Cause I just, you know, I just feel like my generation, we just rebelled against the rules that we grew up with. Like, we forgot about the structure that came with those rules. It wasn't just about being mean. It was about the structure. And it's just, like, I try to control my daughter's surroundings as much as possible. Like, I get, I can't control everything. Like, I let her have a TikTok, you know, but I'm right I'm right over her shoulder when she's on TikTok or when she's on Roblox. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm different. Like, I'm, I'm young. I'm not even 30 yet, but, like, I, I, I've been dating the old school way. So, quarantine hasn't really changed my dating life because... Uh, I don't have guys come in my house. I meet them somewhere else. They don't even know where I live at. I have them drop me off around the corner from where I live at. And I, if anything, we're chilling at their place or we're going out somewhere, but nobody comes to my place, so. Okay. I like to well, no, I my definitely home understand that. Okay. Now, let me let me say this to you guys. Um, one thing that H was saying, with what I read, um, as far as the story from the young lady, you know, talking about being lonely, she said, coronavirus has made me feel more single than ever. And this is a long article about that. Um, and then, um, of course, I understand what you were saying in reference to the other one, but the CNBC um, also did something a couple of weeks ago, and they said, and this is what I want to find out from you guys, what your thoughts are, why the coronavirus might change dating forever. Key point says, number one, 
with the coronavirus keeping people indoors, singles aren't just meeting online. They're holding virtual dates over video chat services like Zoom and FaceTime. Two, the trend could carry over after the pandemic ends and create a shift in dating habits not seen since online dating started. In New York, the epicenter of COVID-19 outbreak in the United States, the city's health department puts out a set of guidelines, sex and coronavirus disease. One piece of official advice, you are your safest sex partner. Dating is hard enough in the best of times. Throw, I'm sorry, in the government directors plus a nationwide social disney mandates, a highly contagious virus. So basically what they're saying is we're not necessarily solving a coronavirus problem. We're solving a problem of loneliness that happens to be compounded right now because of the coronavirus. So my question to you all, as we continue to move forward in the world and as different states are opening back up, we're not sure how the schools are going to do, People are being very careful, social distancing, wearing your mask. You know, we don't know if this thing's going to come back when it gets cold. We know people want to be connected. So my question to you all is this. Do you think that the coronavirus is going to change dating, whether it's temporarily or whether it's forever or whatever? What are your thoughts about that? And I'm going to start with you, Erica. I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? <clears throat> I'm my yeah, I'm asking, um, according to this article on CNBC, it says why the coronavirus might change dating forever. And I want to know your opinion and what you think, um, if this would change dating. I think before the, before the riots and the, the peaceful protests, for sure, but I think because everyone's calling cap on, everyone can see how they're just just pretty much lying about that sex stuff. Not saying, like, not knocking anyone who has it, not saying, like, you can't get it. But it's part of the, the pandemic. It's, it's part of, like, those vaccinations are meant to, like, I'm not even going to go there. That's a heavy topic. We're not even there yet. But I don't think it's going to change it. Like, people are, like are aware of, like, what's really going on. So I think slowly but surely everything is going to go back to normal. Uh, of course, with, like, a little safe distancing safe and all that, but um, it's too many, still those crimes, like those dating it where those girls are getting killed or kidnapped. So I don't think, I think it'll be hyped for a little minute and then it'll die back down. All right, thank you so much. Hello? Hello? Nicole? Oh, I wasn't sure if you said Nicole or what. But uh, <laughs> I, I, um, I, I personally, um, I don't think things will change. I think they'll probably pretty much still say the same, especially down here because, shoot, I could go out the house and I got people looking at me like I'm crazy because, you know, I, I'm wearing a face mask, McKenzie's wearing a face mask, and, you know, they're just walking around just like 
they ain't got to have a face mask on. So um, <laughs> I think down here, they don't care. They're sucking it out. So I, I don't think it's going to change down here uh, as far as the whole dating thing. I think that people are definitely going to um, get back to going back to wherever they were going when the places were open and stuff like that. All right, all right, all right. How about you, um, H? No, nah, I don't think nothing's gonna change. I don't think nothing's gonna change. I mean, and I and I and I have to, you know, again say my state is open. When I say open, like clubs open, bars open, malls open, like everything's open. So, you know, I have to sometimes remember that some people are still locked down and in quarantine. Sometimes when people are saying stuff to me, because I'm like. Is right now it's normal. Like it's not even like some places don't even have restrictions on wearing. Well, most places you don't even have to wear a face mask. Like I don't wear one, but most mm-hmm. places you don't have to wear. A face mask. Now the people who work there, like at restaurants, have to wear them, and uh, people basically who work with food have to wear them. Walmart has to wear them, but that's a company wide thing. Um, but I don't think nothing's gonna change because first of all, that Zoom dating shit that's that's already stupid to me. That ain't even a date. That's two people talking on FaceTime. There ain't no date. There ain't nothing different than talking on FaceTime. So that's already silly. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, nah, ain't nothing going to change. It's just eventually people, eventually people going to have to walk outside and quit being scared. Because really all it is at the end of the day is people being scared. You don't have to just walk outside and live life again. Because the, okay. the, the virus can't be killed, so the virus is never going to go anywhere. It's always going to be here. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. And we just had someone else chime in. Welcome to the call. We're talking about singles during COVID-19. Just state your name and tell us um, where you're calling from. Greetings, family. It's Juju. Oh, how you doing, lady? I'm doing just fine. How about you all? Um, well, well. How are you guys doing? Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Hi. All right, you want to chime in? We have about 15 minutes left, and we're talking about singles and COVID-19. And um, I'm not sure if you were listening online or not, but I was reading a few things online in reference to one article about a young lady that was 35 says that coronavirus has made me feel more single than ever. And just talking about how different people have been responding to and feeling about it, and like I just said, in CNBC, it says why coronavirus might change dating and just talking about some different things in reference to that. So, Juju, did you have something you want to share about that? I do. Well, actually, I, I have a question regarding um, that article that you read. I, uh-huh. I want to understand this. So I, I understand that the, the writer of the article is saying that essentially she's lonely, even more so now with the advent of COVID-19 than she was prior mm-hmm. to, the, to this incident, right? So mm-hmm. I, what I want to understand is because I, I realize that while we are all different, some of us are very different, right? I want to understand what, what is the difference in between being lonely and bored? Because I wonder if she's just bored. Well, you know what? Um, one, one thing I just saw, I know somebody want to ex- kind of explain. One thing in the bottom, she says, 
a few years ago, I lived in Berlin for a short period of time. I went through one of the worst periods of depression in my life, and it started off with being sick and stuck at home in my flat. Um, so she has a, seems like she has a, some different things going on. But would anyone like to go over what your thoughts are in reference to the difference between being lonely and being bored? Anyone? Yes, yeah. I would like to yeah, say, I, can, I, can uh, I think when you're lonely, okay, well, it's go, because you're... Erica, go ahead first, and then H, you can go right after Erica. Go ahead. I think when you're lonely, it's because you're looking for something and someone someone else when you should be looking for, looking at for in yourself. I feel like... Uh, I'm never lonely. Like I'm, I'm always, I always prefer to be alone. If I'm with someone, it's probably one person at a time. But I prefer to be alone because I'm, I'm happy with, with, you know, with who I am, with where I'm at in life, my mind, body, and soul. We're all aligned. So I feel like you're only lonely when you're not loving yourself. If, if you're not whole, if you're not healed, you know. I feel like that's like ego. Like soul tell you. You're you're okay alone. That's how it's meant to be. Your ego told you you need someone, you need something, and that makes you feel like you're bored or you're alone or like you're missing something when you're not missing something. You should just be fixing and working on yourself. I don't mean to get spiritual. That's just how I am, guys. Sorry. <laughs> okay. okay. Thank um, you. Um, H. Kind of like I kind of like I said in the beginning that she already was she was already lonely before COVID nineteen she just trying to use it as as an excuse because what I would probably say to her is if she was already lonely like what did she do to leave that alleviate that loneliness does she go out does she go to the club bar movies before this all happened like most people who talk like that they they are homebodies and they never leave the house anyway and they're like. Oh, I can't find a good man. I can't find a good woman. Well, what are you expecting to do? Breaking your house? Like, you, how you gonna meet anybody besides going home and going to work? So that's what I was saying the first time. Like, she's just using it as an excuse because she's already lonely because she's probably antisocial or doesn't like big crowds already. So that's why she's lonely because she doesn't socialize with people. And probably being lonely and being having to be quarantined to the house was made her bored also. So she's probably a little bit of both, but her problems already positioned before the virus and she's trying to use the virus as an excuse for her loneliness and boredom. But she already had both those issues going on before the virus happened. That makes sense. Well one thing I know I heard on the um the radio when I was in Atlanta is that the cases of, of people dialing 911 increased like 50% and most were people with mental health issues and people talking about suicide because of depression, because of being lonely and so on and so forth. So yeah, that definitely is pretty, pretty interesting. Um, so as we close out no, tonight, I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, I, I'm, and, I'm, and, and by no means do I think mental health is, is not a real thing. But, again, this, this, it goes back to what I just said about her. If they were, if they wanted to commit suicide because they were lonely, because they either live by themselves already or whatever, then what it, what is the difference? Because you, you're still living by yourself. It, nothing changed. It's just the fact that you can't go to work on your normal or whatever. So... You know, some people are using this as an excuse for their problems that they never fixed in the first place, and now they're using this virus as 
the the solution to their problem instead of dealing with the problem before the virus happened. Well, yeah, you, you're going to mix a whole lot in with this because then, and really the reality is real. We know that it's happened and it's a new normal and we're going to have to see how things are going to go. And this is definitely going to affect people that are lonely, people that are single, people that are have mental health issues and so on and so forth. So is there any closing ideas, any thoughts that anyone wants to share? And one thing in reference to what Rod said, um, in the New York Times they says how coronavirus talks about also changing the dating game. It says video chats are in. Small talk is out. You don't have to fret about who picks up the check. <laughs> and maybe the biggest plus is you're forced to take things slow. So what do you guys think about that? Because of the new normal, people are meeting online, they're doing these video chats, they're on FaceTime, they're on Zoom. How, what are your thoughts? Is this something that works for you, or are you not really into it too much, or what are your thoughts about that? Um, I'll go to you first, Nicole. Well, Nicole, are you there? Like I said, I'm here. Well, like I said, I am not dating, and I am not looking today right now. Uh, I'm just looking to have some fun. But even with that, um, I really haven't been looking. So um, I, I personally just, uh, I, I'm just waiting to see what's going on with this coronavirus. Okay. But I do, I do think that that would slow people up. But you know, sometimes that may not even slow people up. That just may make them jump on in the bed with each other even faster. All righty then, Juju. Well, let me say this. I, I, I think it's great that you read that article regarding things changing and people not being having not being able to uh get into relationships, be they fast, slow or throw away one night stands or whatever, they're not able to do that because of the situation. I also read an article that in the UK they made it a temporary law or a temporary stay that people could only have sex with the adult or spouse or lover or whoever that was in their household. Outside of that, they were not allowed to have sex with anyone else. And the U.K. is sort of like the thermometer for the Americas. So it's going to come to America. Now, having said that, I want to say this, and, and this is real talk, family. I have believed from the very first incident being reported of this that this thing is sexually transmitted. I think, and and I don't want to get into conspiracy theories, but it, it gave all the hallmarks. And if you understand the science and biology of viruses, you would know everything that they describe. It's sexual. So I don't I don't know about this family. I don't know. That's that's my remark. Hmm. Well, that can really I say something? Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I I just personally want to say that I it, I mean some people may get it trans. Uh, it, it may be. If they have sex, however, I have been locked up, and uh, I did not have sex, and I still got it. So, I, I I don't agree with that statement. But can I ask you something? They, you, of course. you went and got tested because you were sick? 
I got tested. Well, the crazy thing is how I ended up getting tested was my bunkie was sick. Well, just so happened, probably about two days later, I ended up sick. So, yeah, I, I wasn't having sex. And, and, I mean, I was at a transitional center, so that wasn't allowed at all. Right, and I and I understand what you're saying, but I also believe that, like they were saying, it's like everybody stopped having common colds and regular flu. Everybody, every sickness and every illness that people had were chalked up as coronavirus. Be oh, mindful no. that, oh, that no, this no, no, is flu no. season as well. Yeah. Well, let, let, let me say this, because I've actually had the flu, and I could tell you myself that uh, what I had was not the flu, because when I tell you I literally felt like I was about to die, they literally had me under a 24 observation because I couldn't eat, I was throwing up everything, I mean, I was sick. And when I tell you, it, it was so severe that they had to call my mama. And I had my mm. mama was blowing up my cell phone because of the whole situation. So right. I know what all of that feels like. I know what a common cold feels like. I know what the flu feels like. It was neither one of them. Right. Well, I'm glad you're better. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Anyone else want to share in reference to that? We have just a couple more minutes. And one Thank one thing I, I do want to share is we still have to be careful if you're dating and et cetera, et cetera, during this time because um, it's a lot still happening. We're still figuring it out and so on and so forth. So being very careful regardless is still mandatory and extremely important. So anyone want to... Um, to share any closing comments or thoughts about being single during the coronavirus and how we move forward. Are you okay with uh, FaceTiming and Zooming? I think H said he was definitely not down with that. Um, do you think it's going to be good to get in those one a little slower? Or what are your th- What are your final thoughts? I think. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sir? I don't know who he's got. Sorry, you said his name. Uh, no, I'm not cool with it because just being on the face, just being on Facetime, that don't tell you nothing about a person. That ain't the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. You can Zoom, house party. It's all the same. You're on the Facetime phone call. Period. Now you go out. So you're you're more you of a physical connection. Well, because you can, I, I can't tell nothing from you just talking on talking on Facetime with you. That doesn't tell me if I'm coming to pick you up. Are you punctual? Or if we mean at the restaurant, are you punctual? How do you carry yourself in public? Are you do you know how to do you know how to act? Do you know how to eat right? Do you know how to use the proper utensils? Are you rude are you rude to people around us? You know, all all type of things on the phone, talking to somebody on your phone the whole time that we're there. You know, it's just a little stuff like that that you can't know is FaceTime with somebody. That's why I said that's not a date. A date tells you one day it can tell me almost everything I need to know about you. From that, from again, how you walk, talk, act, deal with deal with people, deal with me. You know what I'm saying? Just all the different little things that you can't tell from just being on the phone with somebody, just looking at them the whole time. But anybody, okay. anybody can 
pick up the phone, stare at you, and say what, what you what I want them to say, but how you act, interact in public with the rest of the world, big difference. Okay. So you wouldn't get on a dating site, basically. And if somebody wasn't ready to meet right now, that wouldn't be ideal for you. Nah. That's why I don't really okay. do dating sites now. Cause all that's pointless because you can tell me whatever okay. you want to tell me. I, I could possibly tell you whatever you want to hear. You know what I'm saying? And then when it, when it comes to us actually meeting, it's a, it's a totally different world. Okay. So. Understood. All right. What do you ladies think? How how are you guys feeling about that? I, I think uh, I think the coronavirus. I think it it did help slow people down because the uh, I don't know if anyone remembers that STD rate was like going like super high. Uh, so I feel like it, it forced everyone to calm down, stay in, find yourself, heal themselves. A little shadow work never hurts, always helps. Uh, and it's a, I feel like taking a few steps back to like our ancestors or our, our grandparents or great grandparents' generations, like instead of going out partying, like, you're forced to, like, have, like, little cookouts, small gatherings like they used to. It wasn't always about going out, spending all this money. It used to just be about having good times with the people around you. Like, I, that's why I went out and bought a bunch of games. That's why I'm telling everybody we want to start having movie nights, game nights, like, the way it it, it should have been. It should have never stopped being this way. I feel like we've been conditioned like, you know, from watching TV, music videos, movies, that you have to live this lavish or you have to go out and do this extravagant thing and spend this all this money to have this great memory, and that's so false because you can, like, go pack an overnight bag and go camping somewhere. Like, I was just telling my friends, like, whether we get a tent or not, we're about to go camping somewhere. We can, like, go park up on the car, you know, grab a sleeping bag. It's just, like... Life is meant to be simple, but humans okay. then human human mind, human like minds well, things, made it complicated. Things have changed. We only have about one more minute. Any final comment? One minute. All right, all right, all right. Are we I, I have a suggestion, good. sis. Can I make a quick suggestion? I would like Go to ahead, know lady. if you would be. I would like to know if you would be interested in doing a show in the future regarding filters and the we're, dating we're world. Uh, we're always <laughs> open. If you'll drop something in that chat box for us, um, filters in the dating world. I got you. We even have a suggestion, um, um, a suggestion box for different topics and stuff. So absolutely, filters in the dating okay. world. And if you'll shoot us an email or something, we're definitely. Do that. Um, I want to close us out tonight, but we'll be back here tomorrow talking about something different. Not really sure yet. Let's see what t- tomorrow's topic is. But yeah, somebody note that filters in the dating world. That's what she was suggesting. And tomorrow we're talking about oh wow, sex and being single in the era of STDs. And someone just mentioned that. This is Swanda, and definitely um, this is our last call for tonight. One second, please. Hey everyone, this is your girl Hafe with Living Single. I just want to say thank you all who are listening to our nightly show. 
We want to make sure you always stay connected with us by subscribing to our website. And when you do subscribe, you'll receive a free newsletter where you can find updates, tips, and all types of information regarding singles. Please visit our website at www.livingsingle.org. All right, folks, it's a wrap. Thank you so much for the information tonight. Thank you for your comments and feedback. It was definitely amazing. And I'm going to share this link with everyone. And just remember, a COVID-19 is new normal. We have to be safe. So definitely, regardless of what you do, be safe. I know some people wear masks, some people don't. But continue to wash your hands, practice social distancing. And if you have children at all costs, please protect those children. Have a good night, everyone.